0: Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. I invite you to visit our website at active-faith.org and email me with any spiritual warfare questions you'd like to see discussed on this program, Steve Hemphill one at me.com. Last time, uh, we heard the story about stakes in the trunk and learned That we can be someone else's Abraham and have faith for them and surround them with God's word for them until they have their own faith. Um, Today, I've got a wild story to share with you about being literally physically attacked during a Bible study. Uh, I'm going to show a video clip uh, for those of you who will be uh, uh, getting this on the video version of the podcast, which is available on Vimeo. Um, But I wanna tell you the whole story about being attacked in my living room and the things that led to, uh, we'll talk about some of that this week and some this time and some next time. Um, Because of my uh, surroundings, um, the, the circumstances of my life being surrounded with people with spiritual warfare issues and stories, People have begun to call me when they have a son or a daughter who's uh, really struggling or thinking about suicide, and and uh, that was the case with this guy. I'll call him Sam. Um, Is known as family for uh, decades, a, a fine family, good people, uh, not close friends, but friends. She asked me uh, to talk to her son. He had a college degree. Um, they were a good family. He had a good job, and he had sort of just uh, pulled back, sunk into himself, quit his job, living at home again, thinking about killing himself, and um, so I'd had a couple of studies with him, and just kind of talked to him, and and let him know I was interested in, in talking more, and helping him, and I'd just gotten back from a trip to Wyoming, sharing one of my seminars, Demons versus Prayer seminars, and he called on a Friday afternoon, it was right before Mother's Day a few years ago, and um, said, can we have another Bible study this afternoon, and I said, okay, come on over about three o'clock, so it's just me and him in my living room, uh, uh, three o'clock on a Friday afternoon, my wife's a teacher, she teaches math, so she doesn't get home until five or five thirty every day, just the two of us, me and Sam in my living room, and We were actually reading in Genesis. I'd given him a cup of water. We were sitting in my living room. uh, And I could tell he was getting agitated. I really didn't understand why. Uh, I kind of figured that out later. But um, in the middle of the study, uh, he just stood up in my living room and he poured his cup of water into the floor. And he threw the cup and hit the television set. And I was real shocked at his actions. He'd never done anything like this before. Uh, nothing violent or rude in any way. I just stood up and said, Sam, that's just not appropriate. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And his voice became a deep uh, growl type of a voice. I can't imitate it, uh, but I'll never forget what he said. He said, I'm not going anywhere. And he, he marched over to me. I was standing by this point to He he just walked right up to me and we're face to face and he wrapped his arms around me and started squeezing real tight. And it was beginning to hurt. And I believe the Holy Spirit gave me the right thing to say in that uh, crisis moment. I'm staring him in the eyes and um, it was a strange uh, circumstance. I just said, in Jesus name, you get back. He just let go and stepped back like someone had pulled him off of me and there's no one else there. And he walked around me and he was walking real fast and he walked right toward the back door. I thought he was leaving because he's parked in my driveway, but he passed the back door and went on into the kitchen area. And he turned the water on and started throwing water around the room and he started picking up pots and pans. That were in the sink and just turn around and throwing them at me as fast as he could grab another one and throw. Now I'm I'm two steps from him. I'm about six feet from him, and he's around thirty years old. Uh, how does anyone miss? Uh, you know, it's impossible to miss, right? But nothing hit me. I would watch him reach and grab a plate or a pot or a pan or a knife or a fork or a plate and and throw at me hard, and it would just it would just veer off. It 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 didn't even come close to hitting me. And it was like being in a movie. It was a weird feeling. And I, it dawned on me in that moment that for the first time in my life, I'm going to have to call the police. I'm going to have to dial 911. So I reached down and picked up my phone. It was laying on the table. And I turned around. And as I was walking off, I'm, I'm dialing you know, 911. And plates and, and pots are literally flying by my head and bouncing off the walls. Nothing ever hit me. I believe God protect, protected me in that moment. I wasn't afraid. It was strange. It was a weird thing to go through, but I wasn't afraid at all. And uh, some other time I'll tell you uh, about a prophecy. Somebody spoke over me once that talked about God had put a wall of protection around me. I thought about that later, but but I had no fear. I just walked out, shut the door on the front porch. And about that time, the police answered and I gave them my address and I heard a crash. And I said, please tell him to hurry. He's throwing my furniture through the windows now. He threw uh, lamps and end tables and and chairs through the windows. We had uh, two or six big, oversized windows that faced the back uh, yard and, and woods area behind our house, and they were they were double paned, So glass ricocheted everywhere. It went twenty foot away in both directions, out in the yard and and into the house toward the front door. And he uh, he had flipped the furniture. Um, in fact, I'm just going to do a I'm going to do a share screen here if you're if you're watching on the video part. Uh, uh, yeah, let us see if I can share this here. Yeah, uh, and, and just show you a quick little video clip of um, uh, there we go of what it looked like when the policeman uh, walked in. By the time the policeman got there, he was back in his right mind. And he was, he was saying, Steve, I'm sorry, something evil took me over and I couldn't stop myself. Um, when you walked in the front door, you can see the, the piano is upside down. It's a baby grand piano. It took seven of us to, to set it up. It was a Howard made by Baldwin. It was over a hundred years old. I had restored it. We did hate that it was totaled. It broke the soundboard. And as you can see in the video here, if you're watching it, as you walk through the house, you can see end tables turned over and pictures everywhere on the floor, glass. Uh, if you could hear the sound, it was crunching glass as you walk through the house. You can see chairs halfway in, halfway out. The TV's is, is knocked back. There's um, glass all on the rugs and the floors and the kitchen's torn up. He actually had a knife and a lighter in his pocket. He could have lit the curtains on fire or come at me with a knife. Uh, But none of that uh, happened. Um, Anyway, in in four minutes, he flipped the baby grand piano by himself, and and it was so heavy, we were shocked at that. But in four minutes, he did uh, about $42,000 damage. Um, The policeman came in after he hit him in handcuffs and put him in the car, came and walked in my front door, and he saw this mess. And he looked at me and said, what were y'all doing? And I said, Bible study. <laughs> Bible study. He said, Bible study? I never saw a Bible study end like this. And I said, Well, I teach spiritual warfare and I have these stakes with verses on them. Here, let me give you a book. Uh, what are the stakes? Is the book? And I gave him a book and stakes. And, and uh, so, anyway, he, he, he left. About six weeks later, he uh, came back. There was a knock on my front door on a Sunday night. And we finished our small group Bible study. I looked at it, and it was him. He was standing there holding my book he was in uniform, had his gun and everything, and I opened the door, and I said, come in, how you doing, he said, I'm fine, he said, I, I, I just want to come talk to you a second, I can't stay, I'm on duty, but I wanted you to know that uh, you said something that day when I came to your house, the day your house got torn up, you said something that changed my life, I said, change your life, I said, what was it, I want to say it to someone else, you know, I had no idea what he was talking about, and he said, well, i, I I can't, I responded to the call. I, I put the guy in handcuffs, put him in the back seat, locked him in the car, I came in and I saw the mess of your house and the glass everywhere and all the furniture turned over and the piano upside down. And I said, do you want to press charges? And you said, no. You said, no, I'd never heard of that before. You said you wanted to let uh, the family have a chance to do the right thing and, and replace this stuff. You knew the family and want to give them a chance to, to take care of it. By the way, they did. They wrote a check for forty-two thousand five hundred, the total cost of the damage. They were very gracious about it. Very kind people. We're still friends today. And um, so he said, "You know, you changed my life by saying that." I've never seen anyone uh, say, you know, "I'm going to press charges." And he said, "Don't you to know? I'm a believer." And Jesus. But at that time, I wasn't going to church. And I didn't have my life right with the Lord. And I want you to know I'm back in church and I have my life right with the Lord. I said, well, that's great. He said, uh, I'm on the SWAT team. Can I get books and stakes for the SWAT team? I said, you bet. How many's on the SWAT team? He said, 24. We go back and we get a box and I give him 24 books and 24 sets of four stakes each. And I prayed with him. He was crying when we left. And uh Next thing I know, I get to meet with the police chief a little later. He'd heard about this event and that I didn't press charges. And uh, he said, now, you know, you staked out the city. Yeah. And I'm going to tell more about that next time, staking out the city. He said, "Uh, can I give you eight addresses to uh, stake out where we're having daily calls for violence and gang problems and get you to stake these? He said, I've been a police chief 25 years. And he said, crime has gone up every year for 25 straight years. And, and lately, the last few years, it's gone up astronomically because we have gangs that we didn't used to have. And, and the violence from these gang problems are just getting out of control. And so, so can I give you eight addresses to stake out? Uh, see, the crime has dropped 45% in 18 months. I said, what did you say? He said, since you did this crime has dropped 18 uh, 45% in 18 months. He said, can you stake out eight more addresses where we're having daily calls for violence? And I said, yes, sir. We staked out all eight addresses, and a few months later, I called the detective in charge of gangs who'd been overseeing all those calls. He said, it was like turning off a faucet. We didn't have any more calls in those addresses after you did that. He said, Steve, you're right. God's word is still powerful. So in light of today's lesson, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might need to be to um, deliver you from evil. Just, Father, deliver me from evil, which Jesus taught us to do in the famous Lord's Prayer. And, and protect you from uh, whatever's coming at you from the enemy. You don't know what's coming. I had no idea that was coming. You've got things coming at you. You don't have any idea what it is. God knows. Ask God to help you respond to whatever comes in a way that honors him and draws people to the kingdom. You see, Satan's greatest victory, I think, has been to convince people he isn't real, but he's just a symbol for evil. That way, he sort of has free reign, and we don't realize it. As a friend of mine once said, we've become a punching bag for Satan and we don't even know it. We think it's the Holy Spirit's discipline in our life, but it's the enemy. Very sad, but probably true. So be prepared for anything. God might send your way. Add that to your personal battle plan. If you have any interest in supporting this ministry, you can make a tax-deductible donation by visiting active-faith.org, entering the site and click the donate button. Thank you for helping keep this podcast and this ministry going. See you next time on Battle Plan. I want to share with you the true and exciting story about staking our city. Staking our city. Be sure and join us the next time. And I want you to know you need to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.